Cannabis Shaman Podcast contains explicit content. Welcome to the Cannabis Shaman Podcast. This week I talked to the herb queen who is taking her passion with food to incorporate different strains for medicinal benefits to enhance and add fun to your dining experience. Hey. Hey Kelly, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. It's nice to see you. I'm glad this is working. (laughs) I was just looking through your website. It was so cool. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I just, I'm just getting started. So, you know, it's all new and having a, having a lot of fun with it actually. Yeah. I was going to say, well, you might as well get right in and tell me about it. Cause this is like the minute I open it, it's so, I mean, the first thing I see is the marijuana in the pot. I love that. That's great. <laughs> like, tell us about your cooking. What are you trying to promote here? <laughs> um, well, I'm just really trying to follow a passion that I've had for a long time and that I wasn't able to pursue when I was working crazy hours. Um, so I love, I love to be in the kitchen. I'm really passionate about cooking and I'm, I love weed. And yeah. so it's like, well, I let's, let's start experimenting. Um, because I've, I've smoked marijuana for a long time and it's really helped with, um, pain, insomnia, you know, so it's the medicinal benefits are so awesome. Um, but I, now that I'm cooking with it, I just much prefer to to eat stuff and get high than smoke. I mean, I like both, but (laughs) it's good to have options, right? (laughs) That's exactly how I feel. Like I'm trying to get into more like the healthy cooking at home instead of going out to eat so much or buying food on the go. And that's the thing is I'm trying to figure out ways of how can I incorporate this into like my regiment of wheat? Because I'd love to, instead of taking capsules, I'd love to just go, I'm having a smoothie with 20 milligrams be so much tastier and easier. Yeah. So one of the things I'm going to start experimenting with is infused honeys. Yes. Yes. That's incredible. That would be perfect for for a smoothie. Yes. And actually uh, my buddy and I at the house, we do tea every night with honey and he's starting to get into edibles. Last night he actually took a, we took half of a 20 milligram, but Mm -hmm. um, we already do the tea. I was thinking about the same thing. You can add that in. That makes that experience way better. Yeah. And in fact, um, so I have a son who lives in Minneapolis and his neighbor is a uh, personal chef. I mean, a really highly regarded chef in the Minneapolis area. Um, And he did a um, he did a 10 course weed infused dinner last Saturday for like 30 people. And he, uh, he asked my son if he could call me and pick my brain beforehand because he wasn't sure about dosage. And, and uh, so anyway, all that to share um, that through our conversation, um, he was like, Cal, I think a really untapped market is this infused honey. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I'm going to, I do a lot of infused butter and infused oils, but I haven't really played around much with the honey. Um, That's and I exciting. have a good friend who is a beekeeper in Michigan. So I might have the inside scoop to some fresh honey as well. <laughs> that's awesome. That's actually really cool. Cause honey is one of those things that you can put on a lot of different things and it's very, it makes the difference in some of the meals. 
Oh, absolutely. And it's so much better than using sugar, you know? Yes. I'll put that on. I used to, when I was a kid, do the Cheerios with sugar on that. Uh And now I use honey. It's way better. I don't feel buzzed out at 11 o'clock at night after a bowl of cereal. Like, right. Right. Yeah. I use it. Um, I love to put honey on like steel cut oats. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it's a healthy, healthy thing. Yeah. So now what first got you into smoking weed? Oh gosh. Well, I started smoking weed when I was 14. So (laughs) hell yeah. I love that. Living in Chicago and, you know, a friend had it. And so you never look back. You're like, this is it. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Um, I mean, I have to say I, I took a break from it for many years. Um, Mm -hmm. when my kids were little and I was a single mom and I was, um, putting myself through school and working full time. So I just didn't have, I didn't have the money to buy it. Number one. And number two, I just didn't have the time. Yeah. You know, I just had a lot of other priorities in my life. And then, so I probably took a 15, at least a 15 year break. Yeah. Um, Not that I never smoked it, but it, it was rare. It wasn't as consistent as like now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, once the kids were gone and I had a lot more time and I had a lot more income, I, I just started dabbling in it and again, again, and just realized how much I love it. Yeah. So now what is your goal with the website? Are you looking to like make a cookbook or do you want to be, I guess, how do you want to reach like the clientele of people are looking to get into edibles as healthy meals? Yeah. Um, so I was hoping that, I mean, first and foremost, I, I just want to educate people. Yes. Because there's still a big taboo around. They're everywhere for no reason. For no reason. It's yeah. so much better than alcohol. Um, Absolutely. And I mean, you, you don't, you don't see people who are stoned getting in bar fights. <laughs> No, I was, I literally was doing this yoga last night and this thought came to me and I'm like, half the stuff I did when I was a drunk, I couldn't even, it makes me nauseous to think about even doing nowadays. But ever since I started smoking weed, there's like a very distinct don't do this type of thing versus the ego with drinking where it's like, this would be probably funny if you did this. And it's never funny. (laughs) It was never never funny. It was never funny. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh. So I want to educate people and I figure if I'm a woman in my sixties with grandkids, I probably might have, potentially I have maybe some credibility with a a certain market that still thinks it's like the gateway drug. Yes. Um, You know, if I've been smoking it since I was 14 and I, I'm still, you know, I'm not doing hard drugs. No, I was I mean, gonna say like I don't. Drug. <laughs> neither of us are gonna do meth after this call. I promise you. No. Like we're very, <laughs> we're very confident right now what we're doing. But nope. it's funny because like my my grandmother, she's I think she's going on 80 years old, and she understands like smoking weed. She kind of gets that. But when I say like, yeah. oh, I was stoned or I was high, like talking about a story or something that happened. It's that instant, like, oh, I wish you could say something different. And I'm like, I wish you could think about it different because my words, they don't, they're not the same connotation that you were taught back in. And again, it's no fault at their own. Like people were really taught that this was horrible, mind altering, 
the oh, right. devil shit. Like, yeah. Thank you, Reagan. Yeah, I know. Thank That's you, the craziest Reagan part. And the war on drugs. <laughs> it really, and it all, it actually does go back to that because you look at the evidence. And I, when I was naive about this stuff, I always thought, oh, there was probably no medicinal benefits. You follow the evidence back from the start. There was benefits and we knew about it. And then we instantly attacked it. Yeah. Crazy. So there is a strain out there called Charlotte's Web. And yeah. it was um, used. So I used to, I used to be the, um, I, I used to work for Children's Hospital Colorado Foundation. Okay. And I raised you know, a lot of money for them during my, during my tenure there. And weed was legal in Colorado. We moved there the year it became legal. Yeah. Um, and the strain is named after um, a, a girl who was having, you know, hundreds of seizures a day. Yeah. Um, and there are strains like that, that Children's Hospital Colorado was, was experimenting with to, and, you know, I had the, um, I mean, it was kind of a double-edged sword because I felt honored to be able to go to the, the floor where all these kids with seizures were, um, to learn about it. But man, talk about a hard experience to, to, you know, actually witness. And so, you know, anything from seizures to, like I said, insomnia, anxiety, yeah. anorexia. I mean, there's a strain out there for anything. In there really life. is. And yeah. a lot of the things we talk about, like I got guys at work that they're pro weed, but they're, they are like the hard, they ask the hard questions. Like you first, you first have to admit that it doesn't cure everything. And I'm like, yeah, that's a big thing we do have to admit to in the community as well. Like it's not going to be an instant like Morpheus pill. Like that's not how it works. It's an actual like relationship vitamin over time that you have to develop and picking your strain, I think is going to be the hardest part in the future. Cause I'm like, well, actually, no, there's a lot of good bud tender schools out there now helping people identify it. Like the guy I see at MedMen, he got me on yeah. green caffeine one-to-one ratio. Yeah. That dude yeah. changed my life because of that. Like I can focus really? so much now with ADHD and it's like, that's the coolest part. I think with the strains is these guys that have the knowledge, these men and women, they can really make some like cool prescriptions out there to actually identify the issues. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, bud tenders are amazing. I I like it's such a cool job. Yeah. It's gotta be so cool. Just talking about weed all day. (laughs) I know. I know. I I like to just go to different dispensaries and meet bud tenders and, uh, you know, talk weed. See, I wish we could do that here in New York. We're still waiting on the legalization. Like it went through, but we're still waiting on all the laws to finally set in place. And when I was in California this past summer, it was so incredible to literally see like a dispensary is like a gas station in California. And then New York, it's almost like an outing. Like you have to take a journey to get there. Right. Well, that's going to change real soon. I'm so excited. It's it's actually like, I don't think I have actually understood how that's going to feel where you can just go out and buy pre-rolls, gummies, everything like so easily instead of waiting. So awesome. Yeah. I moved to Colorado in 2011. It became legal then and they started selling it in 2012. Um, And then I lived in California. Um, And then we moved to Arizona and it wasn't legal, but it was on the ballot um, four years ago. Um, Or no, no, not four years ago. 
Um, just this last election when it was um, the presidential election, Biden and Trump. Yeah. Um, and I did a lot of volunteering, making calls for both the presidential election and legalizing weed in yeah. Arizona. Because I'm like, I haven't lived in a state where it's not legal since 2011. And this sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it actually like hit me driving back from California. I'm like, I have to re-up my medical license. I'm like, I can't just go home and do normal things again. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And so now, I mean, it, we're not we're not as um, advanced as Washington or Colorado yet because it's only been you know a little over a year, year and a half, whatever. But but I mean, there's there's dispensaries all over. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's awesome. And the yeah. new products that you see too, like I like they they have this liquid at MedMen where you can just like squirt it in the water, or whatever drink. That's so cool. Where you can make anything yeah. an edible, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so to finish answering your question, I want to educate people to try to get rid of the stigma. Um, but I also want to, um, you know, just really teach people how to make great meals and use and educate about different strains. Yeah. Um, so that if there's, like, I'll use my mom as an example. She's in her 80s. And I've been, she's, she's a mess medically, you know, she's yeah. got every, yeah, every, every little and thing she has for many, many, many years. She has not led a healthy lifestyle. Yes. Um, and so I see her in pain and I see that she can only sleep like four hours at a time. And, and I'm just like, mom, let me make you some stuff. Yeah. And, but it's, oh God, I'm afraid it's the gateway drug, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, well, mom, look at me. I'm in my sixties and I'm still like, I work out every day. Yeah. I've had a successful career. It's not a gateway drug. Just no. trust me. I'm not going to get you high. I'm going to get you feeling better. Yeah. And that's <laughs> so I've been able to, you know, get her to, you know, dabble in it a little bit. She's yeah. still is really nervous about it, but I've, she went on an outing with me. I took her to a dispensary. Oh, very cool. Yes. I never thought it would happen. So if I can, you know, help people just feel better and, and eat good food. Yeah. No, that's great. Cause it's, it's so true. You see people walking around and they're in pain and they talk about all this sucks. And I wish this and you're like, all you have to do is smoke this plant, literally. And you don't have, I think a lot of people think you have to get stoned to the bone to feel anything. Right. Like, you do not need a lot of marijuana to start a healing process. Like, it's very simple. But very it's, simple. it's again, going back to the fear mentally over actually, like, committing. It's easier to look at someone and go, hey, you might get dizzy off of a Xanax or this, instead of going, hey, this is going to be a little weird for a couple of weeks, but then your brain's going to click in and your endocannabinoid right. system is going to start working. Right, right. Well, when I was um, working, you know, 70, 80 hours a week, I I had such severe insomnia mm -hmm. because my brain, yeah. you know, I was always, what what did I forget to do? What do, what do I have to prioritize for tomorrow? So I fall asleep immediately. Like my husband's like, sometimes I, I swear to God, you were sleeping before your head hit the pillow. Yeah. But then I'd wake up at 1 a.m., so I've only had four, three, four hours of sleep. And then 
from then until like four in the morning. Yep. So I talked to my doctor about it, who I love. She's awesome. But her first, her first thing is I want to put you on, on a drug. Yep. Um, what the heck was it called? Um, started with an A. Anyway, she put me on the typical insomnia drug. Yeah. And I don't like pharmaceutical drugs to begin with, but I'm like, but I got, you know, this can't keep going on. So I took, I started taking it and yeah, it helped me go back to sleep. But then the next morning when I had to get up at five 30, yeah. I was just wrecked. Miserable. Like, yeah. Well, felt horrible, felt like a horrible hangover. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, I'm, I got to figure this out more holistically. So yes. I went in and talked to a bud tender and it's like, smoke this or, you know, eat yep. this. Yep. You're going to sleep like a baby. And I weaned myself off of that sleeping pill and I've never taken one again. Yeah. It's cra- That was the first thing they do though. It's like, Hey, you want to take a pill? We don't even look at the diet. We don't look at any exercise. That's another thing that goes right into like, no offense to doctors, but it comes down to like, at the end of the day, we have to look at the homeostasis of some of these people's bodies before even prescribing the stuff. A lot of people's internal organs are not even ready to process healthy vitamins. Like it's a waste of money to put that stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I think yeah. weed helps a lot with gut health. I mean, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I noticed I take this um, capsule in the morning. It's just, I think it's 2.5 to 2.5. But I haven't had the same amount of like acid reflux at all over time. And I like have actually started drinking more coffee, but I can feel like within 30 minutes after it feels like lighter in my stomach. And it's definitely noticeable if I haven't had it. So I'd like to see in the future if that actually comes out to being a thing. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't, uh, I, I hadn't heard that, but hey. I, I have no doubt that it helps with so many more things than we, than we have even, you know, begun to realize. Absolutely. I mean, I just look forward to it. Like when I was drinking, my habit was like going to pick up alcohol and then like get sloshed at night, cause a scene, say crazy stuff, wake up wrecked, just, yeah, weird shit. But now it's like my routine is roll a joint, make a cup of tea, do yoga and meditate. And I'm like, yeah, even if it was a gateway drug, I'm going to stick to this one. Like this one's way better right now. <laughs> Yeah. The alternative, like, like, like the gate it opened. Yeah, it's yeah. This one, I walked right fucking through. I'm not going back. Like this was great. No shit. No shit. It's crazy. Like, and then the negatives. Some people are like, "Oh, aren't you like forgetful?" I'm like, yeah, it's short term. It will come back in the long term. Like a lot of the things that we forget, you don't really need to remember right now. Yeah. And again, we're not smoking. Like, I don't know. I imagined when I first got into smoking weed, I thought that I would turn into like eight joints a day type of person. I'm still mm-hmm. not even close to that. And I have a great time every day with it. Yeah. Do you smoke it all day? Oh yeah. Like from the minute I get up, I do my meditation. So first thing okay. is 30 minute meditation. And then after that I do the dab pen. It's either a one-to-one and then like a high sativa and I'll yeah. do like reading the horoscope, get to yoga. And then from after that it's capsules. And then I just do it throughout the day, do a one-to-one pen. Okay. And then nighttime okay. is I'm excited for the joint just because I find flower lasts way longer mentally. Yeah. So it's yeah. like when I'm working, I like the clear headedness. And then when I'm yoga, I like my mind to just go all over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I typically, um, well, and, and as you'll see, so you had asked me about breakfast yes. uh, recipes. 
So my next video that's coming out, I, I mention you and say, I, Honestly, I never really got high in the mornings, but hey, I'm game to try anything. So I've been experimenting. So I'm I'm showing people how to make a, a mushroom bell pepper tarragon frittata. That's awesome. That's infused. That's so. incredible. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because a lot of people look at me like, they're like, you smoked them. I'm like, the minute I get up, because like <laughs> it goes back to the ADHD it's, I don't know how most people wake up, but I imagine it's like they wake up and they slowly start thinking the minute my eyes open, it's just on for the Damn. whole day. So I try to train without it. And then with the weed, but on the side of that, when you start getting healthy, I don't know if you've noticed this, but when I first started cutting out a lot of the bad things, my body was like nauseous all the time, mostly in the morning. So I just figured if I could find a way to get that THC in a breakfast, I could find a way to look forward to eating in the morning because I still believe that's one of the most beneficial meals. Like if you don't eat, your body has no idea how to go throughout the day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and once you have all those dispensaries around you, you're going to like the sky's going to be the limit in yes. terms of um, strains that then you can infuse into your breakfast. That's going to be so exciting too. I'm, yeah. I'm just very much looking forward to that. Yeah. I just saw the um, CEO of, um, I think it might be called Green Thumb. It's a big cannabis company. Yeah. Um, and he, I saw him being interviewed on like CNBC or I don't know, some, some big news channel. And he's predicting that uh, over the next five years, the cannabis industry is going to grow from 25 billion to over 50 billion. <laughs> and, and the biggest reason is yeah. that New York, New Jersey, there were two other States in that upper Northeast. Yeah. Um, it was like, you know, they're just, they're just getting into the market. So it just became legal and shit's yeah. going to explode. And with the number of people in New York city, oh, yeah. it's like, it's, it's, we're just, we're just going to see it go gangbusters. Well, and like I was talking to a Jen last week who was on a lot of these people voted against these dispensaries in these small towns. And I'm just like, I don't know why you would do that. Like, even though you don't get the idea of weed, you're turning down a literal for a small town, a million dollar industry to your tax oh, revenue. Like absolutely. you're missing a whole bracket of income. You could do so much to your schools, your roads, your parks. And these people yeah. still like, Oh my God. I remember back in 2016, I had a lady post on Facebook, like, oh, we put up a dispensary in Orange Park, Florida. Great. All the junkies can get their fix now. And I'm just like, how are you that dumb? I'm like, come on. Like, yeah. but yeah, those right. are the people talking and then they get to vote. And I'm like, first of all, you shouldn't even be voting in general. Like, and then they vote for something that I don't even think a lot of people knew was going on. Like their town, I guarantee would enjoy a dispensary, but the town's yeah the town council, I don't think even brought up a lot of this stuff. And that's like, that's just a theory I have with a lot of these places. Cause they're, I didn't hear about it, but I'm glad my County voted for it. Yeah. So I went to um, Norfolk, Virginia for Thanksgiving. Cause that's where my husband's family is. And yeah. um, le weed is legal in Virginia. Yeah. Um, but I got there and my nephew, who's a really cool guy. I'm like, Hey, Brad, First, first thing on the agenda is you got to take me to, to a dispensary. Yep. Um, and he's like, there are none. There are none. 
I'm like, what do you mean there are none? Weed's legal. He was like, I know, but there are none. (laughs) It's crazy. It's, I had no idea. I just assumed that, you know, once it's legal, people, you know. Well, that's, that's the other thing. Like I talked about, I mean, I asked one of my friends yesterday if she wanted to take an edible again. And it was the same, like, what are you, why are you saying it out loud in front of everyone? And I'm like, I always, I just thought we all were doing it right now. Like, is this not a thing? That, are you guys still not on board with smoking weed yet? Like, there's this, I keep seeing it on Twitter, but if you, if they, um, there was like a quote and it was like, if, if you don't like weed, you're not going to like the future. And I feel like that's absolutely true because <laughs> it it's going to take over. Yeah. And I, um, I saw they were thinking, like, do you think that weed will, I mean, I believe it'll overtake the alcohol industry easily. What do you think on that? I don't know. Um, I'll be shocked if it does. Really? Uh, Well, and uh, well, let me say at least in my lifetime, because I still think there's a whole, um, there's a lot of people that are still very anti-weed, but it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So between the, I think the, between the bourbon and the wine industry, I I think it's going to, it's going to take a long time for the weed industry to surpass it. I just, Um, I think one reason I think it will is because of CBD. I think once they get that infused with these wines and liquors, I think a lot of people are going to start seeing that more. And then they're going to start like weaning themselves off. And just a yeah, steady yeah. decline in alcohol. Not like a complete, oh, we gave up on it, but more of a yeah. people are going to choose weed and then they'll maybe like supplement their weekends with less drinking type of thing. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's the other thing, like, um, so we were hoping that over time we could figure out how to monetize the the blog and the videos and that sort of thing. But Early on, we had a major setback, which just really ticked me off because YouTube won't, um, YouTube has my channel restricted in a way that I can never get ads. Oh, because it's weed related? Yeah. That's so dumb. So, well, not only is it dumb, but it's, um, there are. Well, let me start over. So, so with most um, YouTube channels, you know, Google has all these analytics that with every YouTube channel out there, they, they, the analytic analytics, they're always running. And so as soon as you have enough, I don't know what the number is, but X number of followers and subscribers, they automatically attach ads to your, to your YouTube channel. And so um, you know, that's kind of early on how we thought potentially we would monetize this. Yeah. Um, but as soon as we put our first video up, which was just pe- teaching people how to make butter, <laughs> um, we got a message saying, nope, you know, age restricted. Yeah, no is, yeah. And so I responded to them and I, I attached like five or six links of YouTube channels that were not nearly as tastefully done as mine Yeah. Um, that had ad revenue on it. And I said, so help me understand why you're, why you are um, basically blocking mine, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but not these. And they never like, they, they didn't, they didn't respond. All they said is, 
no. Like that's crazy. So I, you know, there's still such a. There's well, I had the same experience. Stigma, like, you know? yeah, recently I wanted to use this app that like connected like people with followers. Like it was just to make texting easier instead of giving out your number. And it's like it's still a cool platform, but I said what my company was, and they were just like, we we can't do that. Like we can't have anything weed related on there. And I'm like, that make that makes no sense. Like, I just don't get how. And and then you look at the country where like there's all these places where it's legal, and I just imagine like looking at it from overhead and just putting like walls around this stuff because that's literally what you're doing. Is we might as well block off California from the rest of the country, and because what they're doing is completely the opposite. Like I just I don't know how there's such a difference in what we're allowed to yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah, California, Washington, and Colorado. Anything. Oh my God! You can do anything. They're, they're like on every block. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people like the other. Have you ever heard the stigma of like, oh, there's going to be more crime in the area? Have you heard that from people? I get so fucking mad when I hear that, just because <laughs> there's no evidence of that. I'm like, you, dude, you yeah. can put a Dollar General there; it's still <laughs> going to have the same level of crime. And then the argument is, but it's weed. And I'm like, I smoke weed every day. When I'm about to run out of weed, I don't get a Glock and go try to rob anyone for weed. Exactly. I'm like, I'll be fine. But they really yeah, yeah. think that people are out there like fiending for weed. I know. It's nuts. It makes me so, so mad. Nuts. It's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about your company. Well, like with this, the podcast, like I literally just wanted to do this and talk to people because I really like the self-development aspect. Like, Today, when I did the workout outside, I smoked like a nice Lux Light Sativa, and I do that, and I just love the fitness aspect of it, and I wanted to talk to people about that, so, I mean, I like Twitter, but I don't really like social media, I really, it drives me, I don't like being on it, so I don't want to connect with people on there, so I was trying to find yeah. like a more personal route, and, um, yeah. but yeah, mostly that's it, like with the podcast, I'm not really sure where I want it to go, I just, I really... This is fun to me. Like I said years ago, my ideal job is like what Larry David did. Just smoke yeah. weed well, with, with smoking weed, smoke weed, drink coffee and talk to interesting people about things. Yeah. I just like Jerry Seinfeld got it right with comedians in cars. He opened up the eyes of so many things that nobody really knew what was going on by just sitting in a car with people making jokes. And I'm like, but now we know that's happening. Like that's, that's cool now. So yeah. Yeah. And again, uh, I know you, you probably see this too. I want to talk about weed as openly as we are in public. I don't want to, I hate these shifty eyes of, is anyone watching? Like I work with cops. Nobody cares. They're, they're okay with it. They know I do it. They're fine. And it, everyone still spazzes out. And I'm like, it's, <laughs> there's no reason to. So, I, so I here's, here's a, a, a story to drive that your point home. So, Everywhere I go now, I have my business cards, you know, that have the herb queen on it with my blog and my email and my you know, yeah. Twitter handle, all that stuff. <laughs> and so um, wherever I go now, I just randomly go up to people yep. and I'm like, hey, do you smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> because if you do, you're going to want to check this out. Yeah. So, so we were out for dinner with some friends a few weeks ago, um, and I just started going up to people, you know, at the tables around us on the patio, hey, do you smoke weed? And so when I came back, my husband, who smokes weed, yeah. who's, you know, like yeah. my production guy, he's a totally cool guy. He was like, 
babe, you can't just walk up to people and ask them if they smoke weed. And I was like, uh, I just did. You can. Yes. And that's the thing is like when you talk in public, though, you can't say that. I just, I'm like, I fucking did though. And no one's doing anything because there's nothing yeah. to be afraid of. Like, and he was like, well, what if they don't smoke weed? I said, well, then they're going to say no. And I'm going to say, I'm gonna, okay, thanks. Yeah. Have a great day. Like I'm going to keep smoking day. weed. And like, I, it's, so, it, so I even love my that. husband is like, you can't do that. And I'm like, yes, I can. I just did. And I'm going to continue to do it. Yeah. And you know, I'm glad you do that because there's people out there asking way crazier questions to people in the public. Like they're out there asking survey questions, phone bills, right. all this solar panel shit. Like, God forbid I ask, Hey, do you want your life to progressively get better with just using a plant? And that bothers you. Yeah. I don't have any time for you. Like, yeah. Yeah. I found like, it, it's, I think it's a lot to handle for some people because it's that spiritual aspect that you don't get with pharmaceuticals. Like that right. sedates you, but weed, man, when you're, when you're using it for an insomnia, you're, you're going to sleep and you're sleeping better. And then when you wake up, you have a new perspective and yeah. it like stays, it's like, uh, it's not like an afterglow, but like the, the THC is always kind of like in your body. So it feels better when things happen. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And the other thing is be, when you smoke regularly, like um, like when I have friends over and we eat something I've made, my high kicks in pretty darn quickly, like yeah. 10 minutes or yep. so. And they're like 30, 60 minutes later than there's, but I smoke, you know, I, I smoke or eat weed every day. Yeah. Um, so I think there's just a certain level in my system that Oh, absolutely. And I, higher, quicker. <laughs> well, I, awesome. I, I love that too. Cause it's like, I always thought with the tolerance, I would just be, Oh, I don't feel it anymore. But it, weed is one of those things where it gives you a way to tolerance out as well with CBD. Like you don't have to take so much. If you just want to chill out for one day, what is it like 30 milliliters? No, that'd be the whole bottle, like a tincture, a little tincture under the tongue. Yep. You can yep. even it out for a whole day. And when you go to smoke that night, it's like a brand new feeling all over again. Really? Yeah. I found out like I, cause edibles, I'm still trying to learn. So I've been taking like a tincture under my tongue of CBD just because I don't know how to dose out edibles yet. So it's yeah. been an even high instead of like the one time I ate too many and it was just me cross legs, sitting, staring at my knees. And I'm like, this is it. I'm like, it's <laughs> over. I don't know what to do here. And then I was like, what, do, <laughs> what's going to happen? And then before you know it, it was just like the high, I still felt good body wise, but I'm like, that was so heavy on me that I need yeah. to cut back how much I ate because I don't want to ever do that again. Yeah. 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 I had an experience once with a, a strain called juicy fruit roll. Yeah. How was that? I swear to God. I, I mean, if I didn't know better, if I, <laughs> if I didn't know that it was purchased at a dispensary that, yeah. you know, is very regulated, I would say that that shit was laced with some Okay. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, my, we were at a party. This was in Denver. We were at a barbecue, and my husband, it, he, he just all of a sudden got up and left because he was, he was seeing, he, he was hallucinating. He was seeing, um, colors and, uh musical like, notes and like cartoon shit yeah. up in the air. and it he was on such a um um over like 
too much. It was too much. Audio overload. That he he left. He was sitting right next to me. He left. He went and found a fish tank and (laughs) stared at that thing for three hours. Yeah. For three hours. And the the rest of us, we thought we were out dancing on the patio and we thought we had fire coming from our fingertips. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. Some of these times, like I'll watch a movie. I'm, st- you know, I might do it tonight just so I can stop saying I don't know. But there's a movie I one time smoked to. I swear she changed her accent, the main actress, 15 times. I don't know, <laughs> but it was just, I one time put it on when I wasn't smoking and I was like, I don't remember her sounding like this. I think I watched a different movie. But it was just too much audio where I didn't know what was mine, what was hers, and where it was coming oh, from. Wow. And it was, yeah. oh, the audio yeah. I think I don't like. I'd rather have the visual effects than having too much audio audio. I'm trying to like figure out where it's coming from. And then if I can't, I'm like, it's too spatial. There's so much happening. Yeah. Well, um, I might, you know, over time, pick your brain a little bit about CBD. Cause, um, one of the things that I, one of the, um, places Keith, my husband and I have talked about taking our, our videos is, to do like a, a much more um, focus on healthy foods. Yes. Um, and higher CBD and less THC. Yeah. And so like, it's weird for you and me to say, cause I was never a C like I started off with CBD in 2018 when I was working in Arizona. That was the first time I ever tried CBD and okay. it like, it was crazy because I felt that calm, but then like I built the tolerance and I had no idea what I was doing. But when I started getting into actually smoking weed and the edibles, like back in 2020, like really into it, it was all my brain was focused on was THC, THC. And I wanted no CBD at all, but I was getting these ups and ups and ups. And then I was getting burnt out on top of the ADHD. And then like something just kind of showed me like, or I went, uh, we went out and a lady was talking about the roller coaster effect with weed. And how you need to kind of like when you smoke THC, if you want to even it out, you take some CBD and it's a nice ride instead of this high, high, high drop. And um, what I've noticed is I'm more consistent. Like if I wake up and I rip an actual dab pen, that's like a 20 to one, I'm going to be stoned. And then by the third time hitting it throughout the day, I'm just like, I'm exhausted. I'm ready to go to bed. This is crazy. The CBD, it's a rise, slow fall. And then like, I know when I'm, I got with the meditation, the ADHD symptoms became way more obvious to me. So I notice now when I'm starting to become like sporadic and my mind's racing, that's when I'll take it back up and I do the roller coaster until the evening. And then you just even it out. And it's been great for me, but without doing CBD, I was sporadic. I couldn't even, it wasn't as fun to do. I was just, it wasn't a fun high anymore. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm still, unless I am, um, very purposefully cooking for an, someone, you know, like my mom with an ailment. Yeah. I'm, I'm still in the man. I want, I want high THC, yeah. low CBD. <laughs> See, yeah. I, I love that for like, I do that for my meditations and yoga because I can get into a very spiritual place. Like I, I love getting into that. You're in your personal reality of internal body and you're figuring it out. But as much as I love doing that, I fixate a lot on things. So I can't have high THC at work because I'll be in the shop just thinking like, 
existential crisis after existential crisis with philosophy. And I'm just like, they're telling me this, but this doesn't add up to that. What else are they lying about? And I'm like, and it's just, it's so much. At one point, I just want it to be like, it's a vitamin for me now. Like every workout, I smoke weed. Every yoga, I smoke weed. Meditation, I'm hit or miss with just because I like the consciousness. I'm starting to actually enjoy the consciousness more. But um, yeah, it's, it's, um, CBD is a cool thing to work with. And I think that CBD is a gateway to people actually using weed normally. Yeah. Like once, once people realize, and the thing is parents, a lot of parents think CBD is like the strongest weed strain you could ever have that they're giving to their kids. And it's like, this is probably better than giving them a cup of NyQuil. Like this is way better than that. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So, yeah. Well, I would like, so I get high before I go to my parents' house because my dad is kind of a, um, he knows how to push all my buttons and he's a a conservative, you know, so we're, we're, let's just say this, we're polar opposites. And when I go over there high, we don't get into an argument. No, (laughs) no. I can, I can just more easily tolerate his nonsense thinking. Um, but like, so I was over there last week cause it was my dad's birthday. So we went over there for dinner and, um, I ate a cookie before I left and I had, I forgot that these were special cookies that someone ordered and they requested, um, uh, like 15 milligram per cookie. Yeah. And that's like, I just do 10. Yeah. That, I feel like 10's a good dose. Like, you, I love 10. Yeah, yeah. 10's a good number. Well, I ate a cookie with 15. I was so fucking high when I was at their house. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> brutal. I got it. Like, I was so focused on not, uh, not just like <laughs> laughing my ass off at everything that they said. Yeah. Um, so I really would like to experiment with the CBD that could, you know, help keep me it's so calm. Even. Yeah. Um, and not just be totally high. <laughs> yeah. No, because sometimes like it's not the high that ruins it, but it's the experience you're around. Like I had the same thing with uh, my buddies love sports. And when I was first getting into like flour, I was rolling my own joints and I wanted to yeah. smoke it. And I smoked it, but I was still learning about the high of flour versus the high of a concentrate. Man. Yeah. I walked back in. We're from Buffalo, and the Bills scored like a 90-yard touchdown. They started yeah. screaming. Man, I thought I was in a fucking tribal ritual. My heart rate was skyrock. I was like, they're going to kill me. I'm like, this is it right now. And I was just – but there was so much going on, and I was so high that they were moving, and I'm like, holy shit, what is going on? Like, And then it, just like that, it went back to nothing, and they are watching the game. And then time clicked, and I'm like, when did this happen? What? The- yeah. Yeah. It's just too much. And then you got to go home with that experience. And like, you're like, what the fuck was that? Like, right. Exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> yep. And I wish like, I, I love that. Cause like you get, I wish I want to have more talks about this with people when they start smoking weed and like getting into it is those moments that like you see a lot of people freak out in when you're stoned, you can handle a lot more dumb shit and see how bearable life actually is. And it's oh. not a crutch though. It's more of like a lens. Yeah, man. If everybody smoked weed, our world would be so much better off. Yeah. Well, and the thing is like, here's the craziest part is I come from like a very conservative family. 
I'm conservative, but I also like see things and I'm just like, this doesn't make sense on our side as well. Like y'all fucking see that. Right. And it's like, I love the aspect of weed because it's not a political issue. Like, I hope we don't get stuck on that because that's, what's going to, and we do this with everything. We let everything get political. I hope weed is the one thing that just stands the test of time and goes, we're here to help everyone regardless, because it's that conquering mindset versus the compassion that can find the middle ground with a lot of these people. And the politicians are the ones that need to smoke this shit the most because they're I'm like, they're just fucking saying crazy shit out there. I'm like, and I tell people, I like, cause I, I work in politics as well. And I just look at it. And I'm like, just so you guys know, I'm like, they're no bigger than us. Like we're all equal because we're all saying the same crazy shit every once in a while. Right. And it's cool right. because like with weed, you see that linear humanity is equal. Whereas before we kind of like, at least when I was like a real young kid, I saw like congressmen, senators and all these things as like a hierarchy. Now I'm like, they're no fucking different than me. Like we are the same people and the same Same. voice too. So Mm -hmm. it's wild. Yeah, it is wild. Yeah. It's too bad that we don't have more politicians smoking weed. (laughs) I know. I'd like, uh, I'd like to see it. Now, where do you stand on uh, psychedelics? Have you seen like what's maps is doing with the MDMA psychotherapy? So this is a whole new world. I'm just starting to learn about. Um, I've got a friend. She and I have been friends for decades. Um, She lives in Washington and she has a therapist. Obviously it's well, sadly, obviously she's, um, She's not a therapist that you could then submit your bill to your insurance company. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's a ther- trained therapist in psychedelics yeah. and um, plant-based, like uh, peyote stuff. And Love she it. takes people on journeys, on journeys, on trips or whatever. It's, it's no, but it's so new to, because like... <laughs> I don't know. I see, my, like I talked about before, there was David Goggins. I don't know if you've heard of him. No. He's a very aggressive man, but he uh, he was a Navy SEAL. But he, he combats his aggressiveness and the things he faced in his life with yoga and, like, being present. He does two to three hours of yoga a day. And it's like when I first started seeing him, I saw this very, like, masculine, fuck it, let's get after it. But he yeah. talks about the psoas muscle and how it releases so much tension. And I'm realizing like, even in like the most dominant mindsets, there are people that understand that feelings have to be released. And I'd like to see that mindset combat with psycho, or psycho psychedelics. Cause I think we're missing a whole journey of the human race. Like we haven't even tapped into how fucking crazy shit we could do with the mind and psychedelics. Yeah. I think just sparks that and sends people off. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my friend, Joanna, she does these trips with her therapist and then we just had a neighbor, a new neighbor move in. Um, and they, and I went over there one day, I brought them a, a, like a welcome to the neighborhood gift and I wrote them a nice card and gave them our contact information and, you know, said, if you ever need anything, Get, you know, give me a call. Um, so they then invited us over for a quick drink, quick drink. Okay. Yep. So it's a Sunday night. 
We go over there at 5.30. We're okay. thinking max, the latest we'll get home is 7. But we thought probably just like an hour. Because we don't know these people. Yeah. They said a quick drink. We got home at 11 o'clock. <laughs> and they, we were, within an hour, we were smoking weed together. And they were telling us about how they microdose. Yeah. Uh, pl- Psilocybin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I fucking and love so, it. And I was like, oh my God, I don't, I, I'm. I Everyone's don't doing it. Know. No one's talking about it though. Like that's what I'm starting to see too, is these people you walk in and you're like, all right, we're not going to talk. We're not going to be friends. And then before you know it, you're on a journey of like, oh, I took the same step 20 years ago. We probably saw each other. You're like, fucking what? <laughs> That's crazy. Yes. And so, um, so my husband is very interested in, in experimenting with that. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have the interest. I'm not there yet. (laughs) I'm I'm not not there yet. I, and the only reason I'm not there yet is because I have so damn much fun with weed. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not I'm not done learning about weed. Like yeah. I've I've done LSD before. I don't want to do it again. I'm not into it doing it right now. Like and I'm so pro psychedelics. I just not for me right now. Like there's yeah. too many benefits yeah. I need to learn about weed first. Yeah. I'm 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 hundred percent where you are. Yeah. It is crazy though, some of the stuff they're doing. Like the not really like the I'm the interest I have is with MDMA in the purest form, like Rick Doblins of maps. These guys are getting to the point like they're phase three with the FDA where they could actually prove like with three treatments of like six hours of therapy and MDMA, they could like cure PTSD for over like they're showing over six years now. But again, when you come into these dipshits with the VA and these guys are going to be right. the last ones that get on board and these poor like right, Vietnam right. vets are struggling every day. But these guys okay. are like. Have you taken your gabapentin? It's like, bro, get out of here. Like, just give them the mushroom. Give them the ayahuasca. Let's move on. And again, with the therapy, like the Freudian idea, we're still learning what the mind is thinking. Like, we can drop a lot of Freud's thoughts and move on to a more, what are we seeing now? We don't have to just accept his ideals. Right, right. Well, it's funny you say that because the, the, uh, PTSD and the vet thing because our our new neighbors yeah. now we're best friends. <laughs> um, he is a retired Marine. Hell yeah! And he said, "I don't struggle with severe PTSD, but many, many, many of my friends do. Yeah, and and this shit helps. This shit helps well, them. It's crazy, like." Back, I think it was in 2021, whatever it was, I worked at a veteran's homeless shelter. And this was when I was still like slowly getting into weed, but I was like using the pills and the dab pens for yoga, but I wasn't like where I was at now. And it's like these fucking guys walk in complaining about shit that's just so weed basic. I'm just like, if you smoked a joint, you won't have to do that. I'm like, we would cut this whole regimen out. I'm like, oh, you're doing that? We want to have to. I'm like, but then we had a policy that was zero tolerance on drugs. So like the one guy, him and I became close. Like we listened to 70s music and he told me about all the shit that like happened in Vietnam. And like a lot of these guys... Which, again, you hear about Vietnam real quick on that. It was fucking brutal what these guys had to do. Like, Uh, crazy. And then we get home and we give them pharmaceuticals. And I'm just like, some of these guys tell you their stories. 
And I'm just like, I, they, the VA holds people hostage with these homeless shelter programs so they can get them in a home to rehabilitate them with mental health, but they're only using a 10% structure on mental health. These guys are in their fucking sixties with ingrained knowledge. You need to cover that with psychedelics and marijuana, but they don't want to do that. They don't want to do real therapy. They just want to talk like, I don't know. It's so, it's so fucking annoying. It's so, yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm just learning about how many people are doing this shit. And yeah. I'm like, more power to you. I'm learning the same thing. Cause like a couple, I think every single person who's talked to me so far has brought up psychedelics. And I thought this would be a thing that maybe got brought up. Everyone just like, Hey, are you doing this? And I'm like, no, but I'm starting to feel like this is what everyone else is doing. Like I maybe I didn't get the memo. <laughs> It's cool though. And the thing is all the people that are doing it are like, we have a very good representation for the people of like the cannabis and psychedelic community. It's no longer that mindset of like the burnout stoner. Like I'm starting, everyone's starting to see more or less some of the most progressive, not progressive, um, like motivated, ambitious people are smoking weed daily. And it's like, once we start talking about that more openly, like there's still that fear of telling people at work, like, how are you so fucking productive? That's the word productive. People are still afraid to look at them and go, honestly, I get here 15 minutes early just so I can smoke a joint in my car so I can deal with that question. So I can go to work. Like people want to talk about that. So, um, in one of my, uh, jobs, I had, a really um abuse like just an abusive dick of a boss yeah and um i had been used to speaking publicly you know in front of yeah 100 100 200 people yeah but because he was such a horrible condescending abusive yes. uh dick i started having um, panic attacks when I would have to present yep. and he was in the room Yeah, because I was, you know, my sister literally was just talking about this. Like she has some fucking dickhead as a boss that just like rides her ass all the time. Yeah. And she finally yeah. stood up and like threatened to hit the guy. And she's like, well, it's going legal now. And I'm like, jail's jail, man. I'm like, at least you stood up for yourself. Like, fuck it. Yeah. But these, yeah. you're right. Like continue with the story. Cause these people exist. I'm forgetting. Like, yeah. And so what really helped me is when I knew I was going to be put in that situation, I would, I would get high. Yeah. And, and I would do a strain that helped with anxiety yep. and it, and it worked hundred percent. And you know, the coolest thing is what people don't realize is your mind now saw that you could do that. Next mm-hmm. time you won't even need to smoke with it once you build the habit and it like breaks down the barrier of fear as well. Like right. eventually right. this guy becomes nothing and you look at him and you're like, great, fucking this dickhead again. Like I got to talk to this guy <laughs> again today, which my mom helped me with that. Cause she sent me a quote she does every day, but it's like, uh, you'll meet an asshole every day. And like through smoking weed, I like actually heard those words. So now when I yeah. meet that guy, I like check it off my list. I'm like, well, that, that was that one. Yep. Like I knew yes, that was coming. In. <laughs> yep, I scheduled that person in. Oh, that was almost on time too. Like <laughs> these people are out here being crazy. Well, that's so, awesome. so if you're into healthy food and, and edibles, here's like a total, here's something I do once or twice a week. Okay. I make 
you know, I go, I get like a nice head of organic lettuce. Yeah. Like at the farmer's market on Saturday. And I take two bell peppers and I roast, I roast the bell peppers in my little toaster oven. Okay. Just put some olive oil on, on the pepper, put it in the little toaster oven, or you can use a regular oven, roast it at a high temperature, like 400 degrees for about 45 minutes. Let the peppers sit for about 15 minutes. And then the, the peels, you know, peel off really easily. And then I just chop that up because when you roast a bell pepper, completely different taste than a raw yeah. bell pepper. They get oh, real sweet and uh, almost like caramely. Um, and yeah. then I chop up an heirloom tomato. I chop up avocado. Oh, I love avocado. And then I make a either a balsamic or a lemon vinaigrette dressing with my can oil. And then I dress my, our salads with the can of oil. And sometimes I'll make like a piece of salmon and put it on top. Or my husband loves chicken breast. So, you know, like bake a chicken breast for him and slice that up. But then you drizzle your, your dressing on that is made with can of oil. And, you know, 30 minutes later, it's just like... (laughs) I feel so good. Yeah, now. I can feel this and now. And the salad is slamming. <laughs> That's the, and I'm, I was so excited to talk to you about that because I love the healthy eating. And I love that with weed because you already feel great smoking weed. You add some fresh vegetables to your body and then you're stoned. Your, your brain's going, you can't get any fucking better than this. Like, and you're going to be so much, your gut is going to thank you. Your whole body's going to thank you. Yeah. I'm, and I'm another sure thing today. I do very regularly I, I just love roasted vegetables you just can't yeah. beat them in my opinion so and it can be anything it could be broccoli it could be brussels sprouts it could be carrots it could be um beets it could be turnip i mean the sky's the limit um and just chop them up so that they're you know similar sized um pieces drizzle it with my can of oil yeah put freshly cracked pepper and some good like Malden's chunky uh, sea salt, flaky sea salt. Yeah. Put that in the oven for 20, 30 minutes. And it's like, oh my God. You, well, like, what am I having for dinner tonight? Well, I'm having a bowl of roasted veggies. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so much. But my buddy just asked me about like the vegetarian healthy eating. And he's like, yeah. I just feel like I'd have to eat so much more. And I'm like, you don't, you eat less. No. I'm like, you're so much. And it's, it was crazy because I started cutting out a lot of it. Um, like meat, I think it's been like three weeks now without eating yeah. meat. But like celery is my best friend, broccoli is my best friend, guacamole. Yeah. Like once you yeah. find these foods that just fill you up, you start dropping like so much unhealthy things and your body fills it up with less. Like oh, the, the veggies are where it's at. Veggies are where it's at. Yep. Yeah, I got to get better with them. I eat, everyone thinks it's weird, but I eat raw broccoli. I'll just eat it cold, right? in guacamole. But I love it. Like, yeah, it's the simplest way. For me, I just have to have the bare minimum. Like, this is what's happening. Because if I yeah, try I to get fancy, my brain goes, this is, this is a lot. <laughs> I just have to force my brain to eat it right there and go, it's, I know it yeah, tastes yeah. bad, but it's got everything you need. So it's uh, the, the broccoli stems, you know, yeah. the big chunks that you usually throw away. I feed them to my, we have two dogs. Yeah. It's their favorite treat. 
I bet. Yeah. How, how is that? Do you do that a lot with other vegetables? Like do dogs like those? They love them. They love them. Um, but they particularly love those, the broccoli stems. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, like, they, they eat pretty much every veg, vegetable. Yeah. I like the idea of people doing that with their animals where they're like, I don't have the I don't have the money to do it, but I like when people are healthy with their pets. Where they're like, oh, you don't have to eat shitty food. Like we can we can afford to put some vegetables here for you. Like, right. <laughs> it's hard to do, but I mean, like I pre- my my roommate does it. He like buys his cat wet cat food. He's like he likes it, and I'm like that's so cute. I'm like I'm glad yeah. your cat gets what he gets. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, this was fun. I appreciate you doing this. Oh I'm like, God. what is there anything you want to promote on your page? Like, have you thought about doing like Zoom cooking sessions with cannabis? I have, and in fact, um, one of the dispensaries that I go to regularly, they have a um, a room at a different location, so it's it would be quite a quite a drive for me. But they offered that I could like do the room and and have like a cooking demonstration one day. Hell yeah! Yeah. So um, you know, again, we just launched a couple months ago, so. I'm, I'm just really trying to get traction in terms of, you know, getting people to the blog, getting people to watch, watch the video. Um, yeah, let me, and I was going to say, do you want to drop the website name right now? Cause I of course don't have it pulled up. It's just, it's, oh, it's yeah. uh big cooking with Canada.com. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I know. And I love the website. It's so cute. Like it's, and I love the about, cause you talk about the benefits of, it's not just the healthy eating aspect, but your food directly affects your mood and so does cannabis. Like if you can incorporate both of that and find the synergy, you're going to have a way better time in life. Yeah. And, um, I, my husband's out of town right now, but I actually texted him last night and I said, um, I really want to get focused on higher CBD and, um, doing, doing much more healthy recipes. Yeah. Not that, you know, not that my recipes have been extremely unhealthy, although a couple of them have. <laughs> those are fun ones though. Like everyone needs those every once in a while. But yeah. I thought to, early on, I, I'm probably get going to get the typical stoner crowd that would love pulled pork chili. <laughs> I know. Yeah, That's the craziest thing is like, there is that clientele. That's just like, if you could find ways to make Doritos better than they already are, you let me know. Like, <laughs> right, right. That. <laughs> No, it's fun. Um, but when I do the frittata, I do give you a shout out. Well, thank um, you. That's so nice. Whatever I can do to help you as well. Um, I just, I mean, honestly, just talk about people, like not even about the show, but like just talk to people about how this benefits. Like, yeah, I, I just want to go. The best thing to do for this country is just go out there and tell people like, hey, there's no reason to be talking shit about weed. There's actual reasons to talk shit about like other things. So, yeah, yeah. we should be bringing light to a lot of the things that are happening in the world, not cannabis, like cannabis does the good things. We don't need to, I just, it's a waste of breath to have arguments with people anymore. Like it's been proven. Just sit down. Right. Look at the data. Look at the data. I know, but this data, they don't like every other data they love (laughs) until it comes to this one. And they're like, no, fuck that one. It's probably from a bunch of stoners. Well, thanks again, Kelly. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know. I'm probably going to do some editing and hopefully it'll drop tonight and I'll let you know. And I just put it on Twitter and then it goes to like Apple, uh, not Panera. What is it? Uh, Spotify. (laughs) It'll go to Spotify and then uh, I'll just send you the link and we'll go from there. 
Awesome. Perfect. Sounds good. And oh, actually, I was going to ask you as well, if you have a picture of something you like, I like doing cover art for it. So if you want to send me something, I'll try to make that the cover art for this episode. Okay. Sounds so, good. Perfect. Thanks, right. Kelly. Thanks. Right. Yep. Bye. Bye.